Welcome to the Breathe Life Podcast. I'm Fahim Mujahid, a Miami-based integrative health and life coach, fitness and nutrition expert, personal trainer, and private yoga and meditation teacher. Each week, we'll explore meaningful content surrounding the importance and impact of living a life of mindfulness or inspiring interviews with the same intention. Together, we'll incorporate a variety of topics given with the same intention to educate, enrich, and inspire one's life. Welcome home. Hey Tribe, what's up? What's up? How are you? I hope wherever you are, you're doing well. Thank you for jumping on the Brief Life podcast and going on this journey with me today. I really appreciate it. As with always, I respect and value your intention, time, and effort it takes to tune in. So thank you and, I, and, and, and thank you for honoring this platform and giving me an opportunity to hopefully be able to connect and you never know, maybe share some information that, that could perhaps make an impact on your life. So. So as with every show, I want to set the intention of what we're going to talk about today. And, and usually when I think about what it is that I want to share, I always try to, I always try to pay attention and, and, and kind of lean in to whatever it is I'm experiencing at that current moment, whatever thought that, that's kind of leading my conscious thinking, right? Because I feel like there's something beautiful in, in learning to listen to yourself. Um, in, in, in an intuitive way and not necessarily always having outlines of content that you want to speak about, but more or less being led by something much larger than yourself, that inner knowing that we have within all of us. And I, I reference it a lot. So when it comes to the, the podcast show, what I, what I want to do or ha how I set the intention is that whatever, on, whatever I'm thinking about, whatever I'm digesting, whatever I'm having a, a challenge with or not, using this as an opportunity to share, because you never know, it may resonate with someone that's, le that's listening on the receiving end. So kind of setting the forecast for today's show, just so, you, just so you have the information, you never know, you could be somewhere where you could take down pen to paper, you could be driving and you just like to know what we're gonna discuss in, in ahead of time. Um, so today's conversation is about intuition, intuition. So not only just intu intuition as it, as it relates just by itself, but what it means to cultivate intuition and trusting faith, you know, letting go of the need for certainty. So the reason why that's on the front of my mind is because, so not even 13 hours ago, yesterday we wrapped up our third, um, our third tri tribal talk by Breathe Life. Um, that's held every month at Panthers Coffee. Shout out to Panthers Coffee. And the subject of the conversation was just that, cultivating intuition and what it means to develop trusting faith and letting go of the need for certainty. And what I found, you know, what was really cool about creating that conversation is that so many people came from so many different walks of life and they all had a unique story or unique relationship with learning to trust that knowing or trust that intuition, that intuitive nudge that comes within. And we weren't necessarily just sticking on it or talking about it from the context of religion, right? Because that can kind of lead us down a different direction. And, and we didn't necessarily want to, it wasn't creating an opportunity so that we can start having that heavy discussion about religion, more, so to speak. It was more about how has your upbringing molded or shaped the way in which you look at your intuitive knowing at this current moment. Now, as it relates to faith, we also use that in the context of having that trusting faith that you know or that you have that wisdom within yourself, right? So I want you, I want you to envision or come from that place as you kind of go on this journey with me today. So we're not going to get into 
we're not going to get into the, the the structure of religion more more sort of sort of speak. We're going to speak more about how it relates to you and your relationship with your life. Copy that. Great. So that's what we're going to talk about. And as we as we go on this journey, we're going to bring up certain questions. And these questions are questions that I presented to the audience. However, as with every tribal talk, where we have a, a really cool opportunity to allow or to create space for a panelist. And that panelist creates the vessel from which this then bleeds out into the community. So I start with, hey, let me ask this person a question. And then based off of how they answer the question, then people within the tribe feels like they can add in to what he or she is sharing, or they may have a different point of view. So you're using this person. You're allowing, not using, I guess use is such a bad word. You're, you're creating space for this person to share in a way that's inviting to other people. So the person that we had the opportunity to go on this journey with yesterday was Colleen. And Colleen is, is you know, she's a, a fellow life coach, so she's made after my own heart here in Miami. And she has her own private practice, and she's doing a, a lot of inspirational, a lot of beautiful work here in the community. And she came on my radar. I was blessed to, to come in contact with her spirit through another beautiful spirit, Angie Sanchez, who's Again, another beautiful coach here in the Miami community, and Angie is just a conduit for just dope spirits, just in general. So Colleen came into my radar, and I just knew that she was the perfect person to go on this journey. So some of the questions that we're going to talk about or that we're going to cover as it relates to intuition um, is what's your story with intuition? How has, the, how has your upbringing been pivotal with your understanding of intuition and faith? Um, can anyone or can someone that doesn't have necessarily have a, re a relationship with religion, can they still have a strong connection with intuition? So those are just kind of some of the questions that's, that's going to show up for us um, throughout this journey. And I look forward to sharing and kind of sharing what we shared yesterday and, and the different points of views that came with that. But I'm also interested in or just excited to be able to show my my perspective or my viewpoint. I think that's the really cool thing about it, being able to learn and and take from where you are to share it outwardly and and become better as a community as a result of it. So before we get into that, uh, start with, so I want to use each opportunity to find a way of resonating with and connecting with people who are on the receiving end. And the way our brains understand the world, the world that we live in, the world that we're currently living in is through stories. If I could find a story to connect with someone, it's a really direct line of being able to add that connection. So I want to start leading with opening up with stories, whether they're personal or whether there's just stories that come across my radar, to get your, one, to get your opinion on how you would handle a situation or just, just kind of share in general. And I guess the story that comes to mind for me right now is, is what, it means to, what it means to evolve into something new. You know, there's it, it's no secret that the last month or so I transitioned into a new space, as I told you guys before. And I really find that when having this conversation with other people in my life, clients, um, fellow coaches, friends, family members, is that not only was or stepping into a new space challenging for me, it's challenging for everyone or almost everyone. And, you know, oftentimes it shows up as in the form of resistance because it's uncomfortable. Right? It's uncomfortable. You know this one thing. You know how to do this one thing. You've done this for so long. Or you know this one relationship for long, so, so long. How do you step into something new? Right? And I think the reason why that 
conversation or that idea of leveling up or going into or evolving into something different or something new comes up because it's it takes intuition to have that trusting faith that whatever you're stepping into even if it is new and different you're going to be okay you're going to somehow land in a way that's meant for you to land and i you know and i you, i think sometimes that's the way intuition work i think sometimes you're not even aware that you're being intuitive you're just making the, the decisions that are put in front of you and it's for me i relate and because when it came to you know after having my studio as long as i've had it for about eight years and knowing that for a long time that's all i wanted to do you know i felt like when i had this space from which i can open up and create an opportunity to connect with other people that i would feel all the all the elements of what success would bring i would feel fulfillment happiness i would feel ecstatic about every time that i went to work i would feel complete i would feel you know, so I associated all these feelings with how it would feel to finally arrive at a certain goal. And obviously now, I, not only do I realize kind of like the error, the error in that thinking, but I also felt like when I accomplished what I set out to accomplish, there was still something nudging within me that said, not this, there's something else. And I think that ties again yet into intuition, right? Like. You know, or maybe I'm the only one. Have you ever really just kind of like bust your ass to make something happen for yourself? And you just really just knew or you just kind of felt in your hearts of hearts that once you accomplish that thing or once you, you know, once you arrived at that place, that all your answers were going to be or all the fulfillment that you that you think you need or all the things that you think are important are all going to come into fruition only to get to that place in your life and you realize that wow you know what not only is not only is that not it but there's more to it you know i don't know if that resonates with someone on the other end but for me that was you know it was a challenge getting to really just trust that it was a challenge and 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 being and being honest stepping into a new space a new environment and and hoping and being wish you know being wishful but being intentional you know, about how my clients would respond to it was something that was scary, right? It's, you know, it's not only is it something that you worked on for a long time, it's your livelihood, it's, 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 it's how you're represented or how you've been represented in your community for so long. And now you're stepping into a new space, something that's unfamiliar to you. And even if it, even if there is a little bit of fam um, familiarity with it, you're still somewhat new to it. So how do you still trust and lean in from there? So anyway, you know, it's, I just kind of wanted to use that as an opportunity to kind of engage with today's topic. Like I said, intuition, what, you know, is there anything in your life that you can think about that required that knowing intuition, that faith, that the direction that you were heading in, although it was new and although it might've been scary, that you were going to be okay. You know, that you were being called to act or being called to do it or step into that space that was by something that was far bigger than yourself that resonated at a deep, deep level. Because I can relate to that, if so. So, anyway, there you have it. So, all right, so let's just go to work. All right, so let's jump into it. So, as I said, today's topic is intuition, but the word for today, not only is it going to be intuition, but the word for today is also going to be faith, right? Because we're going to talk a little bit about both of them, so why not? make sure that we're clear and we're being intentional in the words that we use. All right, so here you go. So intuition, the ability to understand something immediately without the need of conscious reasoning. 
So I'll say it again for the people in the back. Intuition, the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Faith, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Faith. Wow. Complete trust and confidence in someone or something. Beautiful. Any questions? No? All right, there we go. So I don't know about I don't know about you, but I, although I although I had an idea of what both of those words meant, it really helped me being able to see it out loud. Um, it it I don't know, for for whatever reason, it just kind of clarified. I think the thing about words, what makes words so powerful is that we have our own interpretation of what words mean. Right? We can have a, an idea of what intuition means, but intuition may show up for you in your life in one way and show up for me in my life very different, very differently. And I think faith works in the same way. So bringing these words into the conversation today or the, the journey today, I think it's important for us to be clear and intentional on what intuition is and what it means and create space for it to mean whatever it means for you. Like if when I say intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning, does that resonate with you? Or is there a part of you that's kind of like, it means a, it means something more, it means something different. It's, you know, it could mean something less. It could, you know, just being intentional on in what words mean to you and how they show up for you in your life. And the same thing with faith, like having complete trust and confidence in someone or something. Like for me, when I think about faith, you know, although I have the definition in front of me, the, the last place that faith shows up for me is in someone. Usually for me, in my spiritual practice, the first thing that comes to mind is trusting something higher than myself and then trusting myself. So if I were to write the definition in the dictionary, I would probably take someone out of how I would define comp uh, confidence in someone or something as it relates to faith. Now, again, obviously I know you have to have or you would hope to be able to put place in um, faith in humanity and other people. But I'm just saying for me, what shows up first is having a trust or a faith in something higher than myself and then myself. So anyway, uh, those are the words that we're gonna break down or those are the words are, that we're dedicating today's journey to. So intuition and faith. So, so here's the thing. So when we started this conversation yesterday about intuition, I was, I was, you know, I was excited to kind of see how people were going to lean into the discussion. I mean, you can have all the opinions in the world about what you think you should talk about, but when you talk about it or when you bring it to, to, to the forefront for people to discuss it, you never really know how people are going to show up until you actually create the stage and the platform or the space for people to be able to share. And then if they share, how much are they really going to lean into it? How much are they truly going to share? So needless to say, yesterday, when when the subject of intuition was brought people like man you i think in my opinion i mean we had authenticity we have vulnerability but for me i don't know if it was because the tone was set differently but i really feel like people were really really dialed into the subject of intuition and we just kind of hit we from the from from go we were just like on fire right we were just on fire and it was really cool because everyone like I said, everyone came from a different experience. And the cool dynamic is that we have probably, I would probably say there are, there are probably about five or six people there that came from a Catholic background and, and upbringing. And their relationship with intuition was significantly different for someone who didn't have any religious background, 
right? Their understanding and their relationship with intuition was very different. So it was really cool seeing, watching everyone who has their own belief or who has different experiences growing up and had received different messaging about intuition and faith. It was kind of cool seeing them rally back and forth and then obviously contributing in my own way as far as intuition and faith and what that means to me. You know, I think personalizing it for me, in, you know, intuition and faith, I come, I, you know, I was brought up in a Muslim household. When I went away to college, I just became more spiritual. I, my relationship with religion is something that, you know, I met a lot of people in my life who, you know, who could recite every surah, who could speak, who could read the Quran front and back. I also met people in different other religious groups that were heavily invested in their religion. But to me, they came across, for whatever reason, they came across as, you know, excuse my French, for me in my life at that moment when I experienced it, at, you know, as I was experiencing and evolving, and, and they just came across as just like shitty people. Like they cared more about the idea of fitting into this, fitting into this idea of what that religion meant to them and less about living accordance to what I would think that God would want us to all be mindful of, integrity, being kind to one another, right? So for me, that kind of set the stage for my own relationship with religion. And I said, you know what? At an early age, when I went away to college and I was outside of my parents' home or my mother's home, I said, you know what? I want to change my relationship on religion. And for me, I felt more aligned with spirituality. And that may not necessarily resonate with you. And that's fine. And that's the beautiful thing. This gumbo of society, we all have our own experiences. And those experiences make us who we are. They assist in making us who we are, which is really cool. Right, so for me, my relationship with religion is something that kind of stopped when I moved out of my mother's house and I've been defining and going on my own journey with spirituality. So it's through my upbringing that I have my own unique story and relationship with intuition. You know, for me, one of the things that often wrestled with was the fact that I always felt like I had a strong connection with intuition and sometimes it led in ways that was in conflict of what I was being told religiously. Right, it almost reaffirmed or it made clear in a lot of ways whatever it was I was dealing with or whatever it was that I was being sent messages on to really just kind of lean into and really start trusting that more so. And although I wasn't receiving, in a lot of ways I wasn't receiving, in some ways I wasn't receiving the support to kind of trust that over what the text was saying, I still felt like the community or the environment that my mom and my grandmother created was for us to be able to explore that intuitive aspect or that intuitive side of who we are. So later on in life and growing up and, and going and experiencing different things, I felt like I had access to that because it was something that was encouraged. Now, don't get me wrong, we couldn't come in here and completely rock the ship with our own religious belief because you know you, you have to you had to be con cognizant and respectful of the home that you know you were brought up in you you want to be intentional in that way but i'm just saying that although my my mother and my grandmother were very very stark religious as far as um islam came they still allowed room for us to be able to figure out what the universe was trying to communicate to us or what that intuition where that light was leading us so colleen came from a catholic background and she was saying kind of like more or less the same she she said she felt in a lot of ways with her religion she felt like, almost like an outcast and and it was funny because one of the things that she said, and, and another gentleman in the group named Mike had also said the same thing. He coincidentally came from a similar background and, and um, a different, uh, the similar religious background. And he had said that him, you know, just as with 
just as Colleen shared, he, in a lot of ways, he didn't necessarily know to trust that that knowingness that exists within him. He didn't necessarily grow up with that awareness of intuition. It was just more or less an environment of religion. And it wasn't until later on in life that he started listening and learning that it was okay to think the way or feel the way that he was feeling and that he wasn't some outcast of society, that there were a lot of people that resonated and not only resonated, but really confirmed or affirmed what he believed and what he knew about himself. And Colleen said the same thing. And what I thought was interesting, and I actually said this yesterday, I said, I think one thing that we can all agree, I think if we're honest, I think one thing we can all agree is that we live in an unhealthy society. We don't necessarily live in a society that promotes finding purpose and fulfillment. That's just my opinion. I think when you look at the messaging that we receive from the very beginning, we're, 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 gone, we're, we're communicated or receiving messages to develop tools to kind of create this mundane level of existence. And I think that tapping into the ideal purpose of what your purpose is and contributing to how we can make this world a better place and really owning and identifying what sets your spirit on fire. I don't think that's a lot of, I don't think that's a consistent message that we receive early on. Definitely when you look out into media, when you look out into, you know, news outlets, when you, so, so I just say that to say, one of the things that I asked Colleen and Mike is that if we're, if we can exist or if we can say with confidence, that the environment that we live in probably isn't conducive of you, of either of you arriving at a place where now you're more in tune with that intuition. If we can all agree with that, which we all did yesterday, how did you arrive at that place where you started trusting, right? How did you arrive at that place where you started changing your relationship with intuition, right? So if you follow me, so Colleen and Mike both said that for them, although they didn't necessarily have that experience growing up, because again, it was more or less the religion that was presented to them and, and, and as a result, they, they didn't really honor that intuitive aspect to them. How they evolved into that was through a messenger. And I don't mean kind of like some messenger that's kind of like floating from above, but I think people that we meet on this journey, people can be our, our messengers. And one of the things that, one of the quotes that I have on my phone is you're not everyone's messenger. I use it as a reminder because you know, I think we all have messengers in our lives, but you're not necessarily everyone's messenger, for whatever it's worth. So, but I digress. But so with Colleen and with Mike, I think what Mike, he said it was his grandmother, and I think with Colleen, it was her fiance who, who validated what she was feeling and what she believed to be her truth. And I just thought about it, and I, and I really started, you know, processing that and thinking like, for me, coming online to my intuition, was there a messenger in my life? Right? Was there a, a clear person that helped me see that within myself? And I think if I had to pick someone, I would definitely say my mom had always had a really warm and, and loving way of honoring that and knowing that there was something um, powerful that I had to contribute to this world. Um, but also, she, she gave me the confidence to kind of listen to that when everyone else was telling me not to. So I, you know, so I pose a question to you, to you, you know, to, to, to anyone that's listening, you know, what's your story with, with intuition and faith? You know, is, is that something that's been rooted in religion and what was taught in your environment and what you received growing up? Do you feel like you have a strong relationship with intuition? And if, and if it's something that has evolved over time, like it has with me and with Colleen and with Mike, what helped aid in that evolution? Was it someone coming and being a messenger for you? Right, so it led to the question where, you know, so so we went from that question about how upbringing, how it 
how it changes and how it impacts the understanding of intuition. And it's funny because it naturally rolled into the next question, whereas, you know, can someone who doesn't necessarily have a relationship with, and I apologize for those chimes going off, I'm trying to do everything I can to silence them, but um, that's the human element, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll perfect that in time. But so the, the question is, can someone that has no relationship with religion still have a strong connection with intuition? So can someone who doesn't have a strong religious background or a religious understanding or connection, can they still have a strong connection with intuition and faith? And the overwhelming response was that absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. And I found that for me, that was really, it was really assuring, right? Because obviously I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh man, I don't, I, I know how I would answer this question, but I'm curious to know what every, what our tribe members think and, and how they and how they feel about that answer. But everyone, overwhelmingly, everyone said, everyone agreed that you can still have a strong connection, a strong understanding um, with intuition and faith without necessarily having a huge, or, or having any connection whatsoever for that part, for the most part, um, with religion. And you know, the way that they defined it or the way that we went on this journey and defining it together is that there, although, although intuition has its elements in religion, they can exist without it or in absent or in separate of it because intuition is something different. Intuition is something that's a personal intuitive knowingness that comes from you from within, whereas religion is more of a, a more of a creating a foundation from which you can use that as a vehicle to becoming more intuitive with yourself. But even in absent of that vehicle, you still have those tools within yourself. So I know I'm botching it, and I'm sure anyone who's listening to this who went to the podcast yesterday are going to be like, that's not what I said. <laughs> but that's ideally what we rounded on. That's what we settled on. A clear understanding that we don't believe that you need to have a strong relationship with religion in order to have a connection with intuition. Right? So then, so then that led me to this. So that led me to the next question. What really, so it really, we really dug our heels in here, which is the next question is, do you feel like religion? or the absence of religion, or I guess, all right, so do you feel like religion cultivates or hampers the relationship that we have with intuition? You know, we had one person share that they didn't have an experience with religion growing up, and by having not having a relationship with religion, they actually felt stronger with their intu intuition, which I thought was really dope. But then you had other people who had a really strong relationship with religion, and as a result, they didn't necessarily trust their intuition as much. So it begs the question, you at, you know, you at home or wherever you're listening to this, do you believe that having, not only just having a religious, a religion, um, a religious understanding, but do you think religions in, religion in general, do you think they add to our ability to be able to develop a stronger connection with our intuition? And it was funny because there wasn't really a clear answer for that. I think most people felt like it's 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 all in how you perceive it, right? So some people felt like, yeah, you know what? It, it definitely does because you're being told what to do and what to think. And then other people were like, no, that's not how it shows up for me in my life. And and and, and it's in in both in, in and on both sides, it's their truth. You know, there's no right or wrong to it. It's a it's a question that you pose to other people and. And as a community, you notice that, wow, there's just different ways of seeing things. There's different opinions about this. So it was really cool because 
when we when we when I brought that question to the forefront, you know, that's when it got heavy. Everyone was like, okay, all right, let's move some chairs around. We're obviously gonna dig in. And we really went in on that. And we really went on in on that in on that idea of becoming so connected and engaged to that intuition and whether or not the the context or the structure of religion helps cultivate that or not. And anyway, I just thought it was really impactful and it was really cool and, and what was shared. You know, and, and one of the other things that for me, you know, being a meditation teacher and a healer, I'm always gonna look at the opportunity uh, to live more mindfully, right? You know, it, it, it was, I, I read something recently that said you don't, you don't have to meditate in order to have the ability to live mindfully, but those who live highly mindful lives usually have a strong meditation practice, or at least an existing meditation practice. So it brought me to the question, what's required? Do you think living mindfully is required to be intuitive? Do you, is living mi mindfully, having a mindfulness practice, not only is it required to tap into your intuition, but does living mindfully help you assess or access your intuition much easier? And we all felt like, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, someone stood up and they actually posed a question to the group, which was really cool. Um, another coach there named Dua, she, she actually said she's a parent. And her concern or her question stemmed from that of being a parent. Like, how do I, I have two beautiful girls, is what she said. She said, how do I nurture them into trusting that intuition and not allowing my own previous stories and experience to um, somehow shield them or nurture them or, or or remove certain elements of their own experience that they need to go on in order to have their own unique relationship with their with their self and their intuitive knowing. Now again, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but I think we had different you had different people that stood up and said different things in response to her question. But my answer to that question is mindfulness. Mindfulness. You know, I think not only do I think mindfulness is probably the answer for almost anything, I definitely think. I definitely think there's nothing more powerful than being mindful and making a commitment to live mindfully in your life that's gonna help you access that intuition more than, more than that. And that's what I shared with her. I honestly believe that everything that is in you, everything that's in you, to be exactly the beautiful blessing that you need to be in that role of being a parent is already in you. Right? Your, your, your job is to be awakened to the possibilities of what could be showing up for you in that present moment. And you can't do that if you're not living mindfully. You know, you have to practice the act of being mindful so that you have access to that when, it, when it's called upon. Or else you're just being responsive based off of whatever's stimulating you at that time. And I find, it all, I find myself in that, I constantly find myself, I love, I adore my son. Like just seeing him makes me want to tear up sometimes. And there's times where I have to put him to bed and after about 20, 30 minutes, I'm tired because I had a long day and I'm trying to figure out what comes next and he's still, and I think he's asleep and I look like I'm getting ready to go to exit and he'll, and he'll say a joke and start giggling. And there's a part of you that kind of want to rip your hair out, but then there's also a part of you that has to stay engaged in that present moment and know that 
there's an opportunity for you to show up differently. It's easy for me to go to frustration. It's easy for me to see how I'm being impacted, right? But I think I can accomplish the same thing, which is to get him to settle down and hopefully go to bed soon by doing it a different way. And that process of going through that only comes from my ability to be mindful. And me having access of that awareness in that moment when it's called upon is because it's something that I practice daily. So anyway, that was my response to her. And, and I think a lot of people agree with that, living mindfully and how that helps with intuition. So one of the, one of the, one of the questions that we closed on that I thought was really interesting is that in my line of work, you get a lot of people, you get a lot of beautiful spirits who are trying to figure themselves out, find their own way as we all are on this beautiful journey. And a question that comes up a lot is purpose. How do I know, how do I know I'm, I'm living in a way that's gonna help lead to my purpose? How do I know that what I'm doing is my purpose? How do I know I shouldn't be doing something else? How do I know that I'm being of service in the best way I can with this time that I do have on this planet and this expression of being human? So, you know, I pose the question, does the relationship of being intuitive, does it lead to you having a more purposeful life? If you have a strong relationship with your intuition and, and, and that trusting faith that we keep talking about, does it automatically lead to you being connected in alignment with your purpose? That's the question I posed. And I asked the same, the same of you, wherever you are listening, listening to this podcast, do you think that that strong connection with intuition, do you think that that would undoubtedly lead you to your purpose? So let's say if someone didn't know what their purpose were, uh, what their quote unquote purpose was or how they were, what they were to contribute in this expressing of life, could you tell them as a way of figuring that out, hey, find a way of connecting, find a way to connect with your intuition and it'll lead to that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that if you strengthen and if you work on that connection with intuition and doing things that's gonna help anchor into that relationship that you have with that, do you believe in your hearts of hearts that that would undoubtedly lead to you being more purposeful and you finding out what that purpose is? I think so. I think so. I mean, I'm only one person, but I think so. And I think most people in our conversation yesterday believe so. If you're lost and you're trying to figure out what that story is for yourself, you're trying to figure out what that, what, what work or what your contribution to this world, to your community is, I do believe that developing a practice that's gonna help you increase your ability to be able to be intuitive and connect with yourself in that way, I do believe that it leads to having more clarity come as it relates to your purpose. That's why I believe. So I, I'm curious to know your thoughts. And and a lot a lot of times when I when I present things on the podcast, I want you guys to feel comfortable reaching out to me. Reach out to me. Let me know what you think. You know, shoot me an email, info at fahimujahid.com or go to the Breathe Life Tribe and hit the submit box and you know, title it podcast number, whatever number this is, intuition and share your thoughts. I'm excited to hear it. So in closing, I always like to, you know, I always like to close with a call to action, right? So there may be someone that's listening to this right now who does not necessarily have a good relationship or a strong relationship 
with intuition and that trusting faith that we've been spending the last 35 minutes talking about. So I posed a question to the tribe yesterday, what words of wisdom would you give someone that's looking to add more of that into their lives? What advice would you give them? Outside of meditation, meditation is, I think, um, I think that's the leading way of doing that. But it was really cool because everyone contributed something different, right? I think it was um, my friend Yisene who was there yesterday, she said journaling was one way. And I agree with, I, I, I definitely agree because journaling is a way of living a more conscious life, so for sure. Um, Angie, who was there, she said that being uncomfortable, and she actually said that when you're uncomfortable, it's because there's, there's an aspect of you that you don't trust, which is why you're un uncomfortable, which I never really heard it packaged that way, but I was really, in, I was really in, not only intrigued by her, the thought about kind of like, okay, wow. Like I never heard it broken down like that, you know, being uncomfortable is, is have, how it affects you having that trust within yourself. Um, so the way she broke it down was was beautiful and it resonated with me. But so she so she used that as a vehicle if, if for someone who wants to have more of an understanding with intuition, find yourself in environments or things or do things that's going to cause you to be uncomfortable. You know, for me, you know, I had a conversation with one of my clients and he was we were having this conversation about developing his intuition and I gave him the task for 14 days I told him he's he's a huge bookworm as am I I said I want you to go to Barnes and Noble and I want you to walk around and I want you to limit limit body language right understanding that body language has been around much longer than 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 the English language right so body language is something that we pick up inst instantly when we're trying to measure whether or not someone's approachable friendly or whatever so we we I I put it I put the I constructed the activity in a way that limited that had limitations to whether or not you could depend on body language. And what I was trying to get him to do is just walk around the environment of people and allow himself to just go up to the person that he felt drawn to, go up and create a relationship or a com uh, communication relationship with. No matter what that person was doing, right? Walk around Barnes and Noble you know, with no really end in sight. And then when you feel called to speak to someone, speak to that person. And when you don't feel called, don't speak to that person. And as silly as it seems, it was really hard for him at first. You know, he, he not only does he not feel comfortable approaching someone, but it was really hard for him to listen to that. To listen to that, to stop and say, okay, something's telling me that this is a welcome, this is a welcome space. Something is telling, my intuition is telling me that I would be received well here. And what happened is over time, around day seven and day eight, he really began to really enjoy it. And again, it may be a silly way. You may be thinking, wow, you know what, Fa? You know, that doesn't resonate with me or I can't imagine walking up to someone because that doesn't fit within my personality. And that's fine too. It, 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 for him, it was a vehicle that he was able to use that really helped kind of start his relationship with his own journey. And it may be something different for you. So I, I encourage you, you know, if you're listening to this and you have a, you know, you, if you have something to contribute to that, what would you tell someone who is looking to improve on their intuition? Please share that. Or if you, if you, if, 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 you know, if what Angie said about being uncomfortable resonate, resonates with you, then, then that's dope. If what Yisene said resonates with you as far as journaling, then that's dope. If, 
you know, being lighthearted about it and using the tool and, 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 and the example that I gave you at Barnes & Noble, obviously it doesn't have to be Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble doesn't sponsor this podcast, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to um, promote them or anything like that. Um, they're just um, within um, radius of where I am now, and, and like I said, I'm a huge book person, so we use that as an example. Um, but there you have it. All right, guys, so that's the, you know, that's the conversation about intuition. Um, in closing... Um, what I want to do is at the end of every show, I want to really take a moment to be grateful. I, inc I, am, I implore every single person that I work with to keep a gratitude journal. So I'm going to end with two things that I'm grateful for, and then I'm also going to end with two things that I'm going to ask of you. So the two things that I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for my vehicle. <laughs> Yesterday after the tribal talk, I arrived at my vehicle only for the starter to not turn on, so my car didn't start, which I never really have any issues um, with my vehicle. So that was a bit disheartening, but I was able to kind of muddle through that. And by the, you know, by the grace of the universe, I had the means to be able to make um, a quick little fix. Turns out it was my battery. Um, and it was, uh, I thought it was, I was told at first that it was related to my engine. Um, and they had done a diagnostic and all that. So right now I'm feeling very grateful to have my vehicle. Um, the other thing that I'm feeling really grateful for, I'm, I'm just feeling really grateful for, man, so much. I'm feeling really grateful for this opportunity to be on this journey with you, my tribe. You know, creating this, prioritizing this is something that constantly shows up for me in my life. And there's, it's so easy for other things to come into play and, and to take place of how and how I should prioritize this um, because you don't know if it's resonating. You don't know who's receiving it on the other end. You know, it's one of those things that you could dial up the meaning for or dial down the meaning to it. So what helps me set up and create space to be able to go on this journey with you is, is, is you at home or in your car or running that are listening. So I'm grateful for this opportunity. Um, all right, and then my two ask, um, the first thing would be if you don't have a relationship with intuition, or even if you do, I want you to seek out opportunities that you can today or this week really just kind of become hypersensitive to what you feel like your intuition is trying to tell you in your life, in your relationships, in your conversations. Really, really set out and, and, and be intentional and think about are you living a way that's keeping you in complete connection with intuition or are you not and if you and if there are areas that you can improve then really improve all right the other thing that i'm going to ask is far simpler it's just be kind be kind one act of kindness can go a long way one simple act of kindness could go a long way and i find myself needing to be reminded of that you know it's so easy to just be about your day and, and not make the additional effort to say hello or to um, say a kind word to a stranger or to you know let someone in on the roundabout or to move out the way if you're if you're jogging and, and someone's walking at a slower pace. But be kind. You know, I think we can all agree that there's an opportunity for us to pour more of that kindness into our universe. 
So anyway, there you have it. Thank you. Um, as with every show, breathe life, breathe more love and more life into what you're doing and into your world. I look forward to sharing next week with you as we go on another journey. All right, guys. Cheers. Hey Tribe, so if you're excited about the Breathe Life content and you want to find other ways to stay connected, the next time you're on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, be sure to type in Fahim Mujahid or Breathe Life into the search bar and check out all the mindful things we have going on on your favorite platform.